I have four wide receivers today, all rookies last season who I expect big year twos from. This is the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. What up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? It's your boy, Neil. Yesterday, we had a great episode. Josh came back, joined us. We talked a little ADP. It was fun. It was fun. It was revealing. Um, it gave us kind of a perspective to look at currently in the current state of um, those drafting in best ball. Today, we're going to have a quick episode on full wide receivers who were rookies last season that I'm feeling really good about going into year two. So uh, these are guys who I have a lot on my dynasty teams. If I don't have these guys on my dynasty teams, I'm looking to acquire them um, immediately because I feel like the window is now. And I- I'm feeling good about them. We'll-, we'll talk about each of them and why, if-, if you've been listening to the podcast since last season, then you've already heard me talk about these four a lot. Um, and you know how much I love these guys. This isn't anything new. But if you're new to the show, these names, you know, you, you know them, but you just haven't heard me speak you know, about them very much. But it's a quick hitting episode. We're going to get right through these guys, right, right through these 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 four wide receivers, well, I, I, I'm digging. I'm digging them this year, just like I did last year. But this year, I feel like a little, you know, I feel more production coming from these guys. The first one we're going to talk about today is Gabriel Davis, who you guys know, um, even during segments of the show where we pick one player a week that we feel is going to beat the other guys. Um, I, I picked Gabriel Davis a few times, actually, I believe, like maybe a couple, um, two or three. I don't know. It, it was a good amount of times, a lot for a rookie wide receiver that, you know, hadn't really proved anything yet. Um, but I felt good coming into the year with him. Last year, we're talking about 600 receiving yards, basically seven touchdowns, 600 receiving yards, seven touchdowns, only 35 receptions, 35 receptions on 62 targets. Come on, 35 receptions, seven touchdowns. That's wild. That's wild right there. So th- th- this player is super talented. He's in an offense that is super explosive. I mean, let's just talk about the offense first, because these these offenses matter to me and it matters on a player's development it matters on the potential of a player uh you know the production that he can meet so you're looking at last year's stats pretty pretty decent for a rookie wide receiver pretty good um the upside of beating this great offense he has a super a superstar quarterback in Josh Allen let's be honest um who has Konami code ability who is you know, slinging the rock all over the place. He made Stefan. I mean, he didn't make Stefan Diggs look good, but Stefan Diggs look good. This offense was rolling. Great skill players around Gabriel Davis. Davis's biggest problem last year was just like the opportunity. Um, like I said, 62 targets, 35 receptions. So, you know, nothing is really holding Davis back talent wise, quarterback wise, team success wise, except the opportunities. So I'm just projecting Gabriel Davis to have more opportunities, more targets next year because when you have a guy who scores seven touchdowns in his rookie year on 35 receptions, like, you know, you got to give him the ball more. You just understand that he has big playability. He, he made some big plays last year. So he had a lot of yards after the catch on some plays. Um, th- I mean, sure. He had his rookie, you know, bumps, you know, and bruises, but that's fine. We expect that um, overall last year. If we're just looking at, you know, where he placed amongst other, you know, wide receivers, he was 56. So, Next year is definitely top 50 for me. Um, no question about it. Um, he definitely belongs in the top 50 to me. I, I can see him 
you know, break in definitely potentially, yeah, top 40. I can see him in that range, and we can even go a little higher. And now you're talking about guys who are definitely worth flexes every week. They're definitely, you know, uh, if you if you're drafting wide receivers late or you're drafting in best ball, he's a great option. Um, but yeah, he he's got potential to just really fly up this board, honestly. Um, and so I feel good if you think he had 130, 100, almost 140, you know, points last season. Uh, for me to get him up to, you know, even even potentially, you know, the the low. You know, it's just about opportunity, man. How much opportunity do you think he's going to really grab? It's, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. Um, but could he get into the 30s even? Yeah, I think he could. We'll see how much the team invests in him, but Gabriel Davis is a definite buy. Next player, Brian Edwards of my Las Vegas Raiders. This one's a way different situation. He only had 11 receptions on the year, only 15 targets. He caught almost everything that came his way. Less than 200 yards receiving, only one touchdown. Here's a player who was in opposite situation, right? Uh, I mean, his offense was good. A quarterback was good. The issue was he got injured. He has some injury issues, and it really slowed down everything for Brian Edwards. Like the every everything went out the window for him at that point. So the opportunities went down. He gave way to other guys in the offense. You know, other wide receivers were able to, you know, uh, basically take his opportunities and run with it. And so that's exactly what they did. Um, his touchdown came on this last game of the year. It was actually his biggest game of the year in terms of he had two receptions over 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, Brian Edwards is a guy who I can see definitely up in the, the touchdowns next year, definitely up in the targets and everything because he'll play way more games. Last year, he only he, he missed like I want to say at least five games, not counting the bye weeks so of six games. He missed he missed a pretty good amount of games, um, you know, so, yeah. This is this is this one has to go up. It's just a, the trajectory that he has to be on. Um, whether the Raiders sign another wide receiver will be interesting, uh, or if they just bring Aguilar back, we'll see. Either way, I think Brian Edwards definitely has so much room to grow. He definitely can become a red zone target. He had some beautiful plays last year. Actually, it was a. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen some of the highlights that he pulled. Um, what he did in college, you you could kind of see it. You know, f- trying to trying to show itself in the limited opportunity. So um, he's a dog. And um, Carr is going to trust him a lot more. So I'm definitely buying Brian Edwards just off the fact that the opportunities are going to rise. Will he be a wide receiver too? No, um, not yet. The offense is just too weird. They just spread the ball around way too much. And 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 um, and Waller gets so much love out there, man. So the opportunities are going to be kind of really spread out amongst the wide receivers here. But I'm, I'm buying him in Dynasty, sitting on him. Seeing how you know how how quickly he can become flex worthy, or if someone gets injured and goes down, what his opportunity spikes up like. So uh, this is a, these are all upside buys I'm talking about, right? These are not wide receiver ones. These are not even wide receiver twos necessarily in your lineup immediately. These are guys that I'm buying in dynasty. I'm watching them grow. I'm looking for their opportunity to spike. So Brian Edwards finds himself on this list. Next guy, Darnell Mooney, Chicago Bears. Again, a, a pretty good season. A pretty good season. All things considered, 631 receiving yards, 61 receptions, four touchdowns. Not bad. Not bad for a guy who quietly did this in Chicago. Um, Very quietly. I mean, honestly, like, again, I was a fan last year and I felt like he should have had more opportunities. There's a couple of things here. He's the first guy on the list who, you know, the 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 quarterback struggled. Um, so it made, you know, it's a, it's, it's a weird situation and we're all expecting this quarterback situ- situation to get much better. We're all expecting it to dramatically improve. 
So if it does dramatically improve, they get a young gun in there from a rookie that they trade up for. If they get a free agent, Deshaun Watson is a possibility. Um, you know, this guy, he he really started to emerge. Like they really started to believe in him. We we we're, we're getting past the, you know, the stage of some of the other guys that they've been holding on to and that people kept you know, banking on that haven't really come to fruition for whatever reason it is. Um, Mooney stepped up and took that. He took those opportunities. So we don't know what's happening with Allen Robinson, if he's leaving or not. This team is going to need playmakers, man. They're going to need guys who can, who can, you know, get out there and make plays. And Mooney is that. So you improve the, the situation. You improve the opportunities. You give him a full season. Mooney is definitely a guy you got to get on your team. Definitely. Definitely. Him and Gabriel Davis so far had the best opportunities for their teams to score fancy points for you. But, man, this is not one you want to ignore. Last season, he finished 50, if we're looking at uh, just overall scoring for wide receivers. So he's already higher than everyone I've talked about um, so far in this episode. So he already he, he's already starting off with that edge. Just, just you know, he's in the top 50. Um, he's definitely getting in the 40s and 30s uh, for sure, to, in, my, in my opinion, next season. The last guy on my list... KJ Hamler. It hurts. You know, I'm a Raiders fan uh, to put a Bronco in here, but I got love for KJ Hamler. Again, if you've been listening to the pod for a while, you know, I brought his name up in the past. I believe he was also someone that I put on that list for guys who were going to have a bigger week uh, than Josh and Adams picks. But KJ Hamler, Hamler last year, 30 receptions, a little under 400 yards, three touchdowns, had a little offensive play, you know, Russian plays involved. So they mixed it up with him a little bit because why'd they do that? Because he's a playmaker. This is a versatile playmaker, a unique skill set for the Broncos. They have big-time wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. I know you don't, don't laugh. Tim Patrick's legit. Um, you know, Judy, they got receivers in Denver, you know? But none of those guys do what Hamler does. That's just the straight facts. So this is where I like them. You know, you hope the situation improves, like we hope on all these guys. Um, you hope that these the, listen here here's the thing he's like i said unique skill set the guy needs the ball Cortland sutton coming back uh, uh you know that that elevates everybody i don't go oh Cortland sutton's coming back that means hamler's gonna get less work no Cortland Sutton come back with jerry judy with tim patrick jr all big body strong you know crafty wide receivers you throw hamler in there come on bro it rising tide lifts all boats this guy is gonna get much better next year Again, he's probably he might, you know, I don't I don't know where we're going to see how drastically that improvement is. We're looking at right now. Last year, he finished lowest on this list besides uh, Brian Edwards, I believe, from all the guys that I've mentioned so far. Uh, with that being said, again, the, the growth is going to be there. I'm not saying these guys are wide receiver ones. I'm not even saying they're wide receiver twos necessarily. But if you got a wide, wide receiver three slot, a flex slot, a guy goes down. These guys are stepping in and making plays. So I love them all on these lists. Let's talk about why all, the, all four of these players discussed lacked a true full-blown offseason in training camp. Another year in the system, much more reps, improves all their situations. You can't deny that. All guys can be drafted late or traded for without giving up much. I like these kind of guys. You definitely acquire them now, and you sit on them, and you wait and see how these situations emerge, how much better they get, how much the team improves. Listen, th th these these are the kind of guys that can be so sneaky for you. Even if you take them, they blow up some more, and then somebody else wants them on your team, and now you get some other kind of value if that's the route you want to go. But either way, this is low risk, high reward all day. You know I love that. 
You're going to catch team managers slipping right now if you try to get them because they're worried about rookies coming out, the rookie wide receivers. They're worried about the free agent wide receivers. Listen, this, this is where you take opportunity. We talk about windows. This is one of them. Low risk, high reward. I bet on them all day. All day. Gabriel Davis, Brian Edwards, Darnell Mooney, KJ Hamler. Get them on your teams. If they're not already there, get them. If it's redraft, you can draft them super late. Super late. You talk about sleepers. You talk about flyers. These are guys you do it on. These are guys who their roles dramatically increase with an injury, with, you know, one one thing could change. And these guys, way more targets, way more opportunities. Just the offseason that they didn't get, it all matters. This all matters. I'd love to hear if you disagree why. I'd love to hear who you'd want on this list. How do you do that? You follow me on Twitter. You follow me on Instagram, at Clock Dodgers. Send me a message. I I'm, I love these conversations. And I love what they spark. So I'm here to hear who you would put on this list or who you think I put on this list that shouldn't be here. I, I want to hear it all. Let's talk about it. You can also email contact at clockdodgers.com for any questions, feedback, thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. You are our word of mouth. You're our advertising. You're the one who lets people know that, hey, you're missing out on something. You're the reason why this community, the Cloud Dodger community, continues to grow. Without you, it's nothing. I appreciate you. I love you. As always, I hope you have a great day. Stay positive. Be kind. Be great. Keep dodging.